Welcome to Ask the Accountant, the podcast that is made for you. Weekly podcast live Mondays from 8.30 a.m., released on the podcast service of your choice on Wednesdays. Your main weekly hosts, Aaron Patrick and Johan Gary. Got something to ask? Submit your questions below or ask during the show. Podcast loading. We are currently getting everything set up behind the scenes. So sit back, relax, and we will be with you in a few seconds. Enjoy. morning that'll be me i'm doing the intro today christ <laughs> good morning everyone welcome to ask the accountant my name is johan gory and we are coming to you live on all of our favorite social media platforms at 8 30 on a monday morning and joining me as ever is mr quickbooks chap himself aaron patrick good morning aaron how are you good morning good morning for anyone who doesn't know there's no feature in uh Streamyard now so we get to even say quick book chap here although John, i've asked you a few times to update yours i'm not i'm excited to see what you're going to put on there so yeah hopefully <laughs> this cross we get to see that next week so but good luck. lack of imagination <laughs> the client engager guy i don't know well <laughs> yeah you videos i'm doing at the moment for them yeah <laughs> so but yeah aaron how was your week yeah it's been good it's been good thank you very much it's uh busy so i i keep telling everyone that when's january gonna finish because i'm still excited to know when that's actually we're gonna finally get to the end of january because it feels and i don't know if anyone else is like this there's no in the comments section but it feels like we're still in january that's my personal um take on it all at the moment and uh, i think yeah i think paul smashed it though lego guru i think that's what we should be calling <laughs> going forward so. But yeah, it, it's it's men mental, absolutely mental. Um, good way. Um, there's a lot of good, exciting things happening, so that's we can't complain. But yeah, it's uh, be nice to just have a bit of a chill time. I think at some point. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm exactly the same. Like everyone's from like November. Everyone says, "Look, I know you're going to be busy for the next couple of months. Let's get something in the diary for February." And you go, "Yeah, no problems, no problems, no problems." You get to February and you open your diary and just go, "Oh crap." <laughs> shouldn't yeah. have done that um and then you're here there and everywhere you've not because you it's like oh that's in two months time it'll be fine yeah just stick it in the diary stick it in the diary then you realize that right i need to be here then i've got 15 minutes to get there <laughs> and then i've got to go and get there and you're like yeah normally this would be better planned exactly um yeah. and, it's and then we've always got the joys of cannily haven't we so this these yeah. meetings just ta-da it's like yeah i know where because yeah. <laughs> we were at, we were at QuickBooks, weren't we, last week or week before, whenever it was. So like again, the, the weeks are just flying week before. by. Week before, week before. Yeah. crazy, isn't it? Um, and and it was a it, like the same question kept popping up of the all the the guys there, like, oh, I'm glad you're out of uh, January now. We can put some time in your diary, and and all the vendors are the same now, aren't they? They've all kind of woken from their slumber and like, actually, we can talk to accountants again. So yeah, that's why that's yeah. where calendar invites are coming from, not just from clients, but you've got you know, vendors and stuff wanting to show you something or, or talk to you about something oh. or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, tell me about it. I think if we had QuickBooks is obviously always in the diary. Dexter been in my diary. KPM wants to get into my diary. Like, it's, yeah, busy, busy. Um, which is nice. It's nice to be wanted, shall we say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and stuff. But, yeah, it makes February just as bad as January. But unknown and, un and it's kind of disguised to the rest of the world um but yeah so yeah that my week's exactly the same not just busy busy at the moment um i'm and then yeah see what the next few weeks have got to hold but again busy busy i think um yeah, that's it isn't it so yeah um so yeah right let's have a look at who's joining us this morning so paul has already said good morning Ashley has said good morning gents happy monday Yep, you know them. But week started when we're talking to you through social media channels. Um, we've got Merlin saying good morning, everyone, and Mary is saying good morning. So loads of people commenting and saying good morning. Lovely for you to all join us live while we are talking and rambling around random stuff. So, Aaron, what are we talking about today? 
um uh, well i thought you were doing it this week but don't worry um <laughs> we've got, go with it. I mean, I just... <laughs> got conference season starting uh, so we're going to be talking about how to prepare yourself for conference season we've got what to look forward to in your um or, or what what you should be taking to conference as well because we're going to do a little we've stole it off other um influencers quote unquote in the world or other social media content and we've um doing what's it now bag so yeah what, what exciting what exciting items can we find in our bag today um and then also are we going to also cover the accountant excellence awards and just give us a bit of feedback yes as that's been announced as well so yeah it'll be a bit of a slow news week but that's not a problem is we can talk about some uh, some stuff that's actually a little bit more exciting so yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah something that impacts the majority of us shall we say um so yeah so yeah let's get started with that first bit of and the only really important bit of news that's not repurposed news from the last few weeks, and that is the launch of the Accounting Excellence Awards. Um, I was at the live event last year. Um, it was it was an interesting event because it was on the day that the Queen passed away. So there was a lot of speculation: do we don't we do it? How do we do this respectfully, etc. Um, but it, it was a very good night, very dignified um, and very respectfully done. Um, but it was very, I felt kind of short. <laughs> there wasn't a huge amount of awards, um, but it was a really good night to be uh, down in London and celebrating the success of all these different firms. Um, and there's new new awards this year. And there's actually a focus has been removed from software providers and it is really focused this year on accounting firms and individuals and recognizing their work within the industry basically um it's fantastic like software providers it can get all a bit political and who's paying the big sponsorship checks and who's not um but yeah the to see the accounting web awards focused on firm owners firms team members i think is fantastic. Um, so the nominations are open, and you've got until April to nominate yourself. Now, histor- historically, they normally extend that by a couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, show willing and get them in first thing. It's always a good idea. Um, but these, they're not simple nominations, are they, Aaron? Like, you've got to put some real effort into these things to just even to be put onto the pile to be considered for shortlisting. Um, they are some essay worthy applications required uh, to justify why you're applying for these things. Have you ever applied for any of these type of awards? Yeah. So I think naively at first going into this blind and, and everything else a few years back, I always thought that these award ceremonies was just, you were just, nominated by someone else or you were just spotted like a talent scout you know like you think about like a football game don't you like oh one day i'm gonna get spotted by man united sort of idea and one day counting Ale- uh, excellence is just gonna spot you while you're filling a tax return one day um, <laughs> but no it's it is very much a case of um getting those nominations in and yeah you're right like I think the only way you'd probably be able to do this is having a dedicated team <laughs> who just spends their time filling out these nominations. But it's right to do that because I think one thing I would say about the industry, if you kind of look back over it, like you were saying there about it was a bit short last year, um, which I imagine is a lot of circumstances, COVID probably being one of them yeah. and, and everything else that's with it. But you think of how far the industry's come. Like there are some absolute superstars in the area at the moment doing some brilliant things. Um, and you know, not necessarily the ones who are shouting the most on on LinkedIn or socials or anything else. But you know, I'm I'm privileged enough being part of the um, small practice commission at ICAW to see like what small practices are doing and what county firms are doing at the moment in time. So there are some people who need to be shouted about, and need to be acknowledged, because the more we 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 praise them and show them, is more opportunities we have to learn from them and understand what they're doing, and you know, find yeah. ways in which we can push our industry. So. Yeah, it's it's. I, I actually think now would be a really hard job to be one of the judges this time around. I think there's going to be so much good like applications going forward. Um, so yeah, making the applications as uh, as as tricky as they are is uh, probably the right thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would say that they're so 
complex and in detail that actually it's not something one of your clients will just willingly nominate you for because there's so much time investment required. Um, so it is a self-nomination thing. Um, but it's one of the things I, I walked away with from the award ceremony last year was seeing what those other firms were doing and just thinking, how can I take that and put that into my firm? You know, how can I do that in our way? Um, it's a really good learning opportunity. So even if you don't nominate yourself and you're not lucky enough to be sat on a software provider's table like I was last year, um, read up about it. Watch the outcomes and see what the awards were nominated for and why. You know, every award winner, was the, the, there was a guy announcing why the judges had picked each thing. Um, and that was really insightful. Like I, I walked away with some ideas of what we can do to improve things to be trying to head in the right direction for them. Um, so, yeah, definitely worth worthwhile insights to be had from winners of the Accounting Excellence Awards. Yeah. Um, it was interesting that you mentioned there was new new awards. And I, I, I agree there's some really good new awards there. I do think my only criticism, they could have gone further. Like, you know, I'm not... I wouldn't say this is a show that should be nominated, but there's nowhere to put something like Ask the Accountant or any of the yeah. other podcasts out there. Um, and I think maybe that's where they could just take it one step further next time. I know it's probably, and I can imagine internally, they probably had conversations about, do they want it to go down that route? You know, is that too quote unquote mainstream or too, do you know what I mean? There, there, there might be some sort of political reason why they've chosen not to go down that route. But I think, again, let's take our, let's take this out of the equation, but there's some really good, like social podcasts and, and all that sort of stuff that's come out, you know, the digital cruel world and all those people, you know, they, they some sort of recognition would probably be nice to kind of push yeah. that route as well. But yeah, I mean, fair enough. Like I, I, I understand why they probably didn't want to include it as well, but it'd be just nice to, to give some recognition for that. Yeah, definitely. And it's, as you say, like I, there is a new category for best mar internal marketing team. Yeah. It's like, well, only the big boys have got an internal marketing team. Um, and But whereas if they actually looked at it and went with the guys at Digital digital Tools uh, in a cruel world and all these other fantastic podcasts, YouTube channels, promoting actually the excitement in the industry for, to attract people into it, I think would be a really good awards category to have because um, they are adding value to the industry as a whole. Um, whereas it is more of a, a traditional category still of best tax provider, best software, uh, sorry, not best software, best, best payroll team, best bookkeeping team. And that's all great, but it's 2023. Let's have a wider scope on it, maybe. Um, so, yeah. It, but, yeah, learning opportunities still to be had from what makes them the best payroll team what can we learn from them and what has been judged as award winning to take back and put into our practice? Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely worthwhile <clears throat> paying attention and taking those insights as you get them, basically. It's a um, they live stream the event or something, isn't it? Cause I think that would be quite a, that'd a be quite good paid for ticketed event or however they want to do it. But yeah, it'd be cool if um, they could go down that sort of route. So. But yeah, 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 or even right. just record it so that there's a live, there's a feed to watch yeah. afterwards, so the wider wider audience can see it. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, there you go, Accountancy Excellence Awards. If uh, any of those ideas are worthy of contribution of the year, then just let us know. <laughs> yeah, and, and we may we may have may, may be able to put you in touch with a great videographer as well that we both mutually know. Though. On. so yeah, yeah if, you, if you need to do that live bit we've got that covered as well <laughs> yeah i think we've got enough mics yeah oh <laughs> we're doing it now are we <laughs> um but yeah so yeah so that's the real news topic um but the topic we've been discussing for the last couple of days aaron is the fact that quickbooks connect is start you know just what have you done? You've hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just the smashing up your eyes. <laughs> um, so QuickBooks Connect is on the 7th of March. Yes. Uh, 
in London. And obviously, we've been prepping our uh, presentations for that event. Um, we've got deadlines to get the presentations into QuickBooks for them to be reviewed and assessed by the legal team, the technical team to make sure they're going to work and all it's that good finish. stuff. <laughs> um, so, but because of that, it's kind of got us excited. It's got us thinking, hasn't it, that QuickBooks Connect really marks the start of the conference season for accountants and bookkeepers. Um, it's the first one in the year, and that's the accounting season now running until November when we have the, is it November or is it October this year, Accounting Web Live? Um, November, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, we've got these events for now for the next nine months, and that's fantastic. It, it's really exciting. Um, but I still think a lot of people sit there and wonder why why bother um where's the value to us is it really worth it i can't just watch it on live stream or something that would be easier um and you know i know a lot of our sessions are being recorded at quickbooks connect and whenever you go to any of these conferences there's film crews everywhere filming all the sessions they can um but we just thought it'd be good to have a chat today about why we go to all these conferences, other than the fact that my team just like me out of the office, so I'm not interfering with anything and causing headaches. You know, they want to know, everyone else kind of wants to know what's the point, other than a bit of a jolly, which it seems to be at times. Um, so, yes, Aaron, what are your main reasons for attending as many conferences as you can? Yeah, for me, it's that network point that's always been my most impactful part from it. Um it was interesting you just said that about people saying how um, they don't really understand why people go to it. We had that very question. We were, we were in a part of a group last week um, about small practices and how they're, uh, you know, just giving some tips and tricks to one another. One of the questions popped up was like, why, why should I bother going to these, these events? And it is, you know, especially if you're first starting out or if you've got kind of a, you're still trying to find your feet, then these, these events are so impactful for you. Even if it's just to find like, vendors that you could work with going forward um i know you're a huge advocate for practice management from day one you know being one of those things we you know yeah. if you go back to our first ever um you know we have cool friends and chris that was his final bit of advice to everyone isn't it so just having the opportunity to walk around the show floor and talk to people about at least a practice management solution you know um looking at what other solutions you could look at to maybe sort what whatever headache you've got i mean that's what i found from day one was my most impactful part and that's where i spent most of my time and my energy at to begin with was just talking to the vendors trying to get myself in front of them trying to understand a bit more maybe maybe learn a bit more about what they've got on their roadmap them sort of questions and, and items that you're not going to get just from looking at their website or from a quick sales call from them um so having those opportunities was my first and foremost like first priority but then going after that it was networking with everyone else is there and, and having the opportunities to get to know some of the speakers and ha understand how they got in the position to speak at these events and those sort of event and parts was for me personally like where I've been able to build my network up and and have an opportunity to to understand you know what, who I could lean on if I need a if I have a problem in x or y or whatever it's going to be I think that's been really important but you know for anyone who's kind of a little bit maybe nervous or a bit kind of you know, thinking about what, what to do with them, just go down those, those lists, especially with QuickBooks. Like they've made it so, um, so simple to see what, what's being talked about at the event. And, the, and QuickBooks is a bit of a different one because what I definitely find with, with QuickBooks Connect is they almost force you in or not force you, but they, they very much encourage you to go to some of the breakout sessions. So the talking events is something that can sometimes get, get kind of missed when it comes to these, um, these conferences where you can, me and you have done it before, where we've walked around the whole floor for the whole time and we've not gone and sat down to any of the chats because we've just not had time. We've just been too busy talking to everyone else and, and, and going around the floor and everything else. Whereas when we have the opportunity to kind of sit down and go in front of one of the speakers and, and listen to one of the things that have been taught, we can learn so much out of there. Um, and I know you've got a great story of one of your employees who came with you to one of them and learned so much just by sitting down at every and trying to just sponge and, and learn everything from every part of the conversations that were going on. 
And that's where QuickBooks Connect is quite a nice one to start with because it forces you, you know, that those breakout rooms are pretty much compulsory to go to. Like the whole point is that you pick what you're going to see in your next breakout room and you go to them and then you wait to your next breakout and you go to the next one. And, and in between there's a bit of networking, but you know, it is encouraged that you go to these, uh, these talks. So I think that for me is a great starting point because it will kind of, you're going to, in one event, you're going to get to know the whole aspect of what it is like to go to these events. You're going to understand the importance of sitting down at a breakout room and talking and listening to the items. You're going to understand the importance of doing networking because that's going to be a place where, you know, between those breakout sessions, you're going to learn about how everyone else is maybe doing whatever they've been talked about at the breakout. And then at the end, we're going to have that, you know, that that festival, or I think they call it Connect Fest, isn't it? Um, yeah. so there'll be a chance for us to, you know, wind down a little bit and actually talk about what it is we need to talk about. You know, it's amazing those those events. It, it I always remember when like I first heard about oh an after party at accountancy conference. That's going to be a bit rubbish, isn't it? Um, but actually, they're so important to building that network and and understanding. I mean, this this podcast wouldn't wouldn't be here if it wasn't for those events you know it's, it's as simple yep. as that like, that's how you make those connections and those networks and everything else and i think it's really important so yeah I've, i think ultimately for me like get you start off trying to talk to vendors and everything but you you have an opportunity just to try all those aspects of, of a thing and find out what works for you because especially when you look at accountex and everything else it's such a vast conference that you wouldn't be able to do all 100 percent of it you're not going to be able to complete it so you just need to find confidence and, and feel comfortable in what it is that you're going to get the most out of it. But there's literally something for everyone that I found. So, yeah. What about you, Jan? What's your big tips? And Yeah, uh, as you say, like, if, when you go to these things, you need to go with a plan and you need to know what you're trying to get out of it. Um, are you trying to build networks with fellow accountants, at which point the coffee stop is where to be? Um, are you trying to network with software providers if that's the case then great that's where you need to go and talk to the networks and that's how you, uh, your software providers that's how you want to spend your time if you're there to learn then you need to go to your breakout rooms and you listen to all the fantastic speakers but it's very much about planning ahead not military precision but just a general feel of the topic uh, you know am i going to this event to learn to network with my peers or to build relationships with my software providers. And that will give you the best ability to get the best value out of the day or two days that you're going to be there for. Um, as you said, like, take your team. Like I took a team member to Accountex North last year. It was his first ever accounting event. He'd only been in accounting industry or less than six months. And he just walked away grinning like, eyes wide open he'd met software providers he saw he'd been to several breakout sessions like he had the time of his life he absolutely loved it and the value he got out of it was incredible so take your team they're going to love the event and they love you for taking them um it's definitely a worthwhile thing to do um and then when you've got uh if it's just you going as i say just work out what you want from it like a lot of people disappear at five o'clock and that's it. The day's done. Well, if I did that, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Now this podcast came off the back of us in a bar, having a chat about various opinions and stuff. And it was decided this should be something we do. Um, if we are, um, you know, if you want to be doing better with your, uh, software providers and have a better relationship like i get asked a lot like how how come you're on every webinar and stuff like that so like this week next week i'm on the webinar with zama technology and stuff. it's because i i don't sit there waiting for my account manager to call me i call them i go up and see them and reintroduce myself at every conference what's new what's coming I'm having this challenge. I'm having that challenge. How can we overcome this? Have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? And it's a proactive and productive relationship that I hold with each software provider we use. And that's what leads to opportunities is 
they understand you value their product and they want to value you and your relationship with them by giving you opportunities to speak on their webinars and to be seen with them with their softwares um you know a lot of people sit and whinge or i never hear from my software when did you last try and call your software providers when did you last have that open dialogue and it's a it's not a one-sided thing you need to have that backwards and forwards and you need to initiate that conversation at times because uh, software providers aren't psychic like us we don't know when our clients are having a challenging time unless they tell us software providers don't know you're struggling with their software unless you tell them they don't know what your frustrations are with their software unless you tell them now some software providers won't take that on board and they won't action anything they'll just give you the sales speak but others will take that on and genuinely action it and deliver outcomes and you'll go wow they actually listened that's incredible now that can be achieved at the stand on the day but it's even more likely to be achieved and you go even more in depth with that problem and working out a solution with that software provider in a much more positive manner as well at the end of a bar over a pint like it is yeah these conferences are a huge opportunity and everything i do today in the form of webinars speaking at events podcasts etc is all off the back of me going to conferences if i didn't go to the conferences over the last few years this wouldn't none of this would be happening right now um so yeah um Yeah, Anna, are you there? Or is it me? Oh, it's Johan. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know where he's gone, but he was making a, at least he got to the end of his point, which I think is the most important thing. Uh, let's bring in some people who are chatting while Johan gets his um his system back up and running again, just making sure it is definitely Johan that's broken. All right, so Kirsty's there. Morning all, morning, Kirsty. How are you doing? And then we've got um, Kirsty also talked about that it's good <clears throat> it's good to get why I wish I could get feedback from the ICB Looser Award. Went up twice, very happy to be shortlisted, but would like to know how to improve. Yeah, I think that's got a great point, and that's back to the Accountants Excellence Award. Um, looking forward to seeing you as well, Kirsty. Paul also says, before conferences, my business felt isolated from the industry. Other accountants rarely talk to each other. And I think that's a great point. Are you back here, Johan? Is it working? I'm back. Yeah. Yes, awesome. Uh, just we're just bringing in the uh, what people are talking about in the comment section, but yeah, Paul's got it absolutely spot on, isn't it? Like that that you, you felt the same, didn't you? Especially when you first started. That's yeah. One of the things you got out of it was, I think the nicest thing is kind of learning that you're not the only one having the same problem, isn't it? I think that was a a huge takeaway from from conferences. Definitely, yeah. That isolation that you get when you're running a business, especially when you've not got a big team or you're not you've not got people around you constantly. It's huge and it's very psychological. So being able to go to conferences and go, hello again. Hi, Paul. How are you? Like, just shake hands and know each other's names. That's a huge, huge value add for me. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and, and Maria's completely agreeing with what you, uh, Marie, sorry, completely agreeing with what you said. It's so important to take your team members. You'll be more engaged employees. And it's amazing, isn't it? Like, I'll always go back to, again, you're uh, stealing your funder here, but when you took your uh, your your youngster along, um, how much it was able to kind of just engage. And it was also good for likes of me just to talk to them, like, what, what problems are they facing at this point in time? You know, you know, kind of see it from that point as well. So yeah. highly recommend. You, you know what? There's enough events that you can just, because everyone goes, oh, I can't take my whole team with me to these events. You don't have to. Bad. Yeah. Like, there's enough events. So... You know, at QuickBooks Connect, I'm taking Jade. At Accounting Web, I'm taking uh, Accounting Accountex London. I'm taking Scott. Accountex North, I'm taking George. Like we've split it up so that there's still loads of people in the office, yeah, or offices. But actually, there's a couple of us that are going to be out at different events throughout the year, taking on different experiences and feeding back to the team. Yeah, I mean, we've taken it probably one step further, haven't we? Now because we're using it as a opportunity to get content and everything else so you know we kind of need to have more than the one person there anyway just to cover the cover the event and get as much content as we can but you know it is definitely worthwhile taking those people because every person i've ever taken to has come back with 
some form of extra bit of knowledge and and and, and they're not going to walk away with it without knowing something so yeah it is highly highly recommended um and like like marie said there like it, it, it makes them more engaged like it's going to help Definitely. them progress in their career and, and go forward so yeah very very uh looking forward to this one and i can't believe it's kicking off already it just feels like we've only just finished last year's and yeah but it's like the f1 season isn't it you know that kicks off in a couple of weeks that's very exciting drive to survive next uh, race to survive next week and stuff like yeah the build the build-up for f1's there the build-up for conference season's there um so yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to that first conference in march at quickbooks connect and then I just know once that domino's fallen, we're going to be there constantly, event, event, event for the rest of the year. And that's really exciting. Yeah. I'd highly recommend for anyone who is thinking about doing it, though, get your hotels booked sooner rather than later. Because, yeah, unfortunately, they're one of the, one of the events that uh, bump up the prices. So, yeah, get yourself uh, get yourself booked in sooner rather than later. Around, um, uh, what do you call it, account especially, isn't it? Like, that was gold dust to get a hotel around that area so yeah yeah definitely the, i mean yeah i was gonna say the lizzie line is uh, open now elizabeth line's open now so yeah you can have a better chance than ever before of getting to and from the event so yeah you can have plenty of options yeah it, that's it like the events being in london makes it a lot easier because you've got the tube system to be able to get a get a hotel anywhere on that line basically um so that just makes life a lot easier that is for sure um, but yeah, so the next topic then, Aaron, leading on from conferences and the fact that we're going to be out the office quite a bit, is, and we get asked it fairly often, like, you know, how do you manage your business when you're out the office so much? Well, it's all, it's all about having the right gear with you, basically. Um, you know, I don't think anyone will ever see me out and about at meetings and conferences without my trusted backpack. And that backpack runs my business, basically. Everything in there is what I need to run my business for four or five days without any hassle. Um, and it's the same with yourself, Aaron, isn't it? Like yeah. you've got your go bag, you've got your grab bag, as it were, that you pick up and run out the door with to chase your train before you run late for that. Um, so we thought, why not have a, you know, quickly go through what we have in our bags and why. Now there's going to be some stuff in our bags that the, the average accountant or bookkeeper won't have and won't need um but there's some stuff in there that you know it just makes the ability to be mobile in your office so much easier um so yeah aaron do you want to kick off kick us off with what your top bits of kit are in your bag of when you go to a conference yeah why not i mean first of all i could do a bit of show and tell to be honest so i don't know if anyone follows this guy on on youtube i'd be surprised if you've not at least heard of him but there's a guy on there called linus tech tips i don't know if you've uh, come across him yep. anyway when it comes to the bag itself, he's just released the ultimate, what well, I would say the ultimate bag that you could do, yeah? Or you could you could get at this point in time. Now, I'm a bit of a, I've got, if I look around my room now, I've got probably two other bags that I use. And again, you've just kind of hit the nail on the head. It's a case of, you have your grab one where you just go out there and you just need to get things done, or there may be a particular one. So if I've got like camera equipment and stuff, I've got a different bag that's much more suited to camera equipment, that sort of idea. But when it comes to the bag itself, what's normally in there, well, I can actually do a bit of show and tell on that as well, because if I just quickly share my screen and just take this little uh, banner off here, um, if you saw on, I think, who was it? But was it Sam? Sam put it on and Sam mentioned put it on about uh, her mobile setup. I don't know if you saw that on LinkedIn, um, but I did jump yep. in and just show what mine looks like. So this will give you an indication of what's normally in my bags itself. Um, share screen. that one itself so this is normally my little mobile battle system that i got going there so just over here in this middle bit is my uh my, my macbook my macbook air my m2 macbook air um and we all need multiple screens don't we you know there's no point in um having that wonderful solution you've got at home where you've got that multiple screens and getting used to it well i make sure that i, I take that on the road with me so with the beauty of the Apple ecosystem is that you can just connect any old iPad to it and it becomes a second screen. So straight away, I've got my iPad on the left-hand side as being my second main screen if I need to. And I've used a little bit of technology here called um, 
uh, I forget what the, what the thing, oh, uh, Astro Pad it's called. So a little dongle that goes in here and I can have a third second screen as well if I if I so wish to. Um, and kind of the benefit of having that dongle there is you get a bit more latency and everything else. So if I was doing maybe training for QuickBooks or anything like that, then I could actually walk around with this, having that confidence it's always going to work and items like that. So that's kind of my mobile setup that goes through from there. And I, if I if I was ever going to leave the office, I always take at least these two here with me without any shadow of a doubt. They're always going to be on me at any point. And the beauty of these being so small means I can literally just throw them into any bag or anything else. I, 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 can, I can literally get it to work at any time. Um, and go from there. The other thing that I'll always make sure is with me, though, at any point in time, is and it fits beautifully into the bag in any bag. It's just a simple mouse. Like it, how useful it is to have a mouse. What I would say about this particular mouse as well is um, this is the Logitech MX Anywhere Free. Um, but as long as you go for one of the mice that you can use on any surface, then that's going to yeah. be an absolute game changer. So for me, this particular one can connect anything from my iPad to my my mouse or whatever it's going to be um but the fact it can work on any device out there is absolutely um, important um the other thing is i tend that these days to bring a keyboard with me um if i need to if i'm going on a kind of long piece of work as well because then you can get that comfort out of there so that always throws in there um i have simple things in there like you know glasses case and rubbish like that but also what i highly recommend everyone to look into is a tech pouch as well so in here uh, literally, I've got everything that I could ever need if I'm going to be out and about. So I've got opportunities here to charge my equipment. So I've got chargers and everything else. Dongles so I can connect multiple things to it as well. Um, hard drives and everything that goes with it. Um, and also, one thing that I think everyone should have, if I can find it, is a USB um, flash drive sort of thing. So if you're at clients and stuff, you can grab data. But this particular one I've got, and uh, it's in here somewhere, uh, gives me the opportunity to do both USA and USB-C. So you just flip between nice. the two. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I'll, I'll start with that. That's my kind of first part of it. I've got more that I will carry with me for other situations. But that's my go-to kind of everyday bag that, like you said, grab and go. You know, as soon as you pick it up, you can have everything in there, minus probably the laptop itself. So I will just make sure I've got this bad boy with me, always in the bag. And off to go. What about you then? Yeah, what's in your bag to start off with? Your grab and go. Sorry, I'm dropping in and out like a yo-yo here. No um, so yeah, look. I, but I must see everything that you've got, Aaron. And my my get my setup for when I'm out and about is very very similar. Um, so I've got my iPad Mini, which is basically my notepad. That is. That slides into my back pocket or into my jacket pocket really nicely. That's my grab-and-go notepad, as it were. I've got my MacBook Air M2, and I take my iPad Pro with me everywhere. Um, so I've got my multiple screens and the flexibility. And, you know, sometimes there's websites that will only work on a Chrome software, a Chrome uh, browser on a laptop, unfortunately. So, you know, not everything works on iPads or any other tablets for that matter. Um, so they're my three core devices that I take everywhere. And then same as you, in my bag, I've I've always got a battery pack for my phone, like with a MagSafe thing. Um, I use like an Anchor one that's got, basically gives me another day's worth of battery if I need it while I'm out and about. Because what I tend to find is in a lot of these conferences, the room is very unfriendly towards mobile phone signals, yeah. which means your phone is constantly working hard to find a mobile phone signal. So even without you using your mobile, the battery starts draining. Um, but also, you know, we do a lot of filming and stuff like that. So that drains your battery quickly. So I always have a backup battery pack. Um, you know, I've got things like pens, it's always good to have a pen in your bag. Um, I have got my, I've got a microphone for when I'm speaking so I can record what I've said. So if I, I want to go back and use any of that content, I can. I've got my gimbal, which is what has my phone set on it if I'm doing any recording. Um, but to be fair, if I wasn't doing any of that, if I was just going to run and needed to be able to access my emails and stuff, to be fair, most of the time I could do it off the back of my phone. Yeah. Um, 
but when you're sat in between sessions or you're taking a moment out and you want to you know do deal with a question from your team or a client the ability to do that through your ipad or your macbook is so important but when you're looking at kit like that make sure you think about the weight because the this kit's going to be on your back all day especially if you're not doing breakout sessions if you're only going to network and speak to software providers it's a long day on your feet and you soon get a sore back if you've got a very heavy bag um now i've got a uh, a targus intuit bag go that way um which i I do like a good bag and intuit are very good at providing good backpacks and these are these ones are provided to their employees i saw them i went i want one and someone kindly got me one um but it's fantastic for storage for padding for it really supports your back when you're carrying it um so yeah my top advice would be Think weight when you're buying a new laptop, if it's going to be going out and about with you. Think good quality bag, because it's going to spend a lot of time on your back or by your side. Um, <clears throat> and think battery battery power. Like, So I know my MacBook M2 Air will last 24 hours with no charge easily. I know my, Mac, uh, my iPad Pro 12-inch will last 12, 15 hours of use easily with no charge. I know my phone is my biggest liability because I use it so much and it's constantly looking for phone signal and stuff. So I've got a battery pack to back it up. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just about planning ahead, isn't it? And making sure you're ready. Like, and you know, again, with weight in mind, so I've got one power block, which I plug in and it can power and charge three devices from that one power block. So I've, it's got two USB-C and a usb in there ready for me to run free devices off it off the back of it so i'm not taking free charging plugs um which is really important for me just to keep that keep the weight down and the bulkiness down for me um so yeah so uh what what have we got coming in on the comments at the moment aaron yeah so paul's just made a great point there about was planning to go lightweight for quickbooks connect uh just my phone and plenty of handback space but don't forget as well, you probably want to get yourself an Asti Accountant swag bag. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you do. One day there'll be a store, one day. <laughs> but yeah, no, you, you're right. I think you just saying there about keeping yourself um, lightweight is really important. Um, the opportunity there. And that, that's why that bag there I try and make sure is just only going to have the bare minimum in. You know, I don't necessarily need a keyboard with me everywhere, but if I do need it, it's there. It's that there waiting to go. Um but the my only tip I'd say about um, your battery on your on your phone though I can't grab it here but uh, we 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 did in the end go for an actual dedicated recording phone um, just because you're right it just absolutely kills the battery on it um, and then when it comes to trying to keep work away from your mobile phone I've, I've tried the best I do now have a second like work only phone um, and I do feel that kind of having that mentality of having a second phone is sometimes useful problem is you, you hardly ever kind of stick to your own guns on this do you? you you'll end up just going back to your old phone so i tried and i've tried to keep it separate and tried to go for a bit of a form friendly factor when it comes to doing work so this particular one's got multiple screens and all that sort of stuff but ultimately i just end up using my phone more than anything else it's you're a creature of habits aren't you it's, it's that's yeah. the problem with it yeah i i tried that whole having two phones thing and my wife and my parents-in-law would always i'd sit down and because you when you sit down you've got two phones in your pocket you tend to take them out just to get them out of your pockets and <laughs> like, oh drug dealers in town <laughs> and it's like yeah and then yeah you the, the phones are get banging against each other in the pocket and stuff like that so it's just like right actually i'm just gonna take the one phone just accept that i get calls on there that are personal that are work and if I'm going away, so like when I go on holiday, I uninstall all the work-based apps if I want to shut off from the world. And I'll reinstall them when I get back. It's not really that much of a hassle. It's 10 minutes worth of effort to do it either side. So, yeah, I've, I've just kind of come to the acceptance now that if I've got my phone, you know, I'm going to have a phone on me. And if I don't want to be disturbed by work, and I am one of those people that if I see that, little icon saying you've got one message even though i know it's a work-based app 
So like if it's Timworks, which we use internally for our messaging and client messaging, if there's one notification on there, I will check it because I I start twitching if I know it's there and I've not checked it. Whereas if it's if I can't see it, you know, psychologically I know there's probably a million messages there, but if I can't see it saying a million messages, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just uninstall any work-based apps when I take time out, basically. Um, but yeah, and you know, you can get these phones now that have got multiple SIM cards, and it's like the yeah. iPhone can have a physical SIM and an eSIM, so you could run two numbers off it and turn off one number if you're not working and stuff. But again, it's about getting into habits and routines and. I'm not great for picking up new habits and routines. I always say to myself, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like I'm going to make more notes when I'm on a phone call to a client during the call. I never do. I'm too engrossed in the conversation. And then I have to write the notes down afterwards and think back to what we discussed and stuff. Um, like, yeah, with all the will in the world, some habits won't change. Yeah. You're um, right. But yeah, so yeah, no, that's, and that's how we can afford to take so much time out of the business, though, isn't it, Aaron? Is that we have the right gear to be able to run our business from anywhere. So, like, you know, like my iPad Pro, that's not got cellular, cellular technology in it. It can't connect to anything but Wi-Fi. But you know what? My mobile phone runs as a hotspot. It's very powerful. It's got the data, unlimited data, so that's great. My iPad Mini, that does have the ability to have mobile data in it. And I use it, and that's fantastic. Um, but yeah, being able to just be out and about and flexible and set up office wherever you are, whether that's you're arriving to a conference early, so you're going to sit in Starbucks and go through your emails, or whether you're going to sit in Starbucks and go through some a client's accounts ready for an accounting review later in the week. It's all doable, and you can you know you can get a good solid amount of work done while sat on a train. Yeah, these yeah, days. Yeah whether you're using your mobile hotspot or the train's Wi-Fi, that's up to you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the only thing I would suggest is get a good VPN provider if you're using public Wi-Fi. Like, if you're using your hotel's Wi-Fi and your train provider's Wi-Fi, get a good a VPN provider in there to just protect you and your client's data, basically. Yeah. I mean, um, if you're on the Apple ecosystem, it's built in these days, isn't it? Which is great. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I think, you know, having that VPN's important, so... My other bit of advice I'd have is on the go or, or grab and go is this little pack here. This has been essential for me. So this here is, um, again, we're talking about having that, that uh, another mobile phone there. And the idea here is that this is if I'm ever having to do a webinar or QuickBooks training or anything else. So in here, I've got an actual dedicated microphone. I've got, um, I've got the equipment to be able to connect the phone to it and to the connection and everything else. And literally from here, as long as I've got my, my MacBook on me, on my iPad on me, I could do webinars, training sessions, whatever it's going to be out on the go. So you kind of learn these things, don't you? And and, and having the opportunity just to be able to grab and grow, go and, and do it. I've got a meeting literally straight after this podcast that I need to jump up into Chesterfield for. Um, and I know then that literally as soon as I go, as soon as I finish here, I've got to grab X, Y, Z. So I'm prepared for it just in case. Um, and I think having those little setups ready to, ready to grab and go is really important because you never know what's going to happen or where you're going to be taken to these days, do you? Yeah. And you never know what you, <clears throat> what, as you say, you, regardless of where you are, you need to be able to respond to your team or your clients questions and stuff. And to do that, you need to be mobile. Like it's all well and good. We're sat here. We're like, I've got four different monitors in front of me. I've got multiple lighting webcams. I've got my stream decks, my keyboards, my mouse, etc. But actually I could get away with having none of it. I could just run it all off my laptop and that wouldn't be an issue from a day-to-day -day work point of view. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. exactly. <clears throat> and then um, so yeah. One final bag that you'll may or may not see on the QuickBooks Connect is I have this huge, like we're talking like proper um, briefcase type, uh, not briefcase, um, whatever the next size up is going to be. And it's like literally, it's absolutely huge. And for that, that's my mobile um, editing and mobile recording rig. So that's got multiple cameras in there. It's got all my microphones in there and everything else. So that isn't for, for everyone. But just to give you a glimpse of it, that there is all the microphones we'll be using for 
the podcast on what, what we got it on the 8th of March. We're doing our podcast for. Um, so yeah, I've been spending the last couple of um weeks kind of prepping that all already to to the podcast on in actual live in person so yeah so what we're actually saying aaron is we're not taking them our team members to go and enjoy the conferences we just need sherpas to carry all our kit that's exactly what we're doing yeah that's exactly (laughs) what it is they're all taking a piece of equipment each (laughs) yep Um, but going back to paul's comment about uh going light-handed and coming back with space in for swag like when you go to these conferences the amount of swag you're going to end up with is phenomenal like you're going to get water bottles you're going to get scarves you're going to get socks you're going to get calculators you're going to get notepads and pens galore quickbooks branded headphones i yeah um my my wife did comment on there how hideous they look in the ear <laughs> um, so they might be display purposes only but you, like the the array of what you're going to get t-shirts hoodies um what are those things that i've just seen sage handing out left right and center um the blankets with the hoods snoods is it oh is that what Something... they've got now is it oh. yeah yeah like, the amount of gear you can walk away with mugs water bottles uh thermal mugs etc is phenomenal so i do always try and pack my suitcase as light as possible knowing that I'm going to fill it up and still walk away with tote bags full of gear as well. Yeah. Um, it, I don't fly when I go to conferences because I'd have a hell of a job getting back with the uh, luggage allowance. <laughs> That's why I always get the train. Um, even though I tell everyone, oh, it's for efficiency, I can get more work done on the train than you can on a plane. Nah, I just know what the luggage allowance is on a plane compared to on a train, and I'm better off on a train. <laughs> Uh, we've had some comments come through. So Kirsty has brought in that Sage. So it was Nudie. So we've got confirmation that it was Nudie. There we go. So thank you for that, Kirsty. Um, and she really likes the idea of you having uh, being called a drug dealer. So yeah, she's always had two phones, work phone number, but yes, emails it. So she's my personal as is a better phone, and that's the problem, isn't it? That's what we're saying. It's uh, yes, yeah. definitely down to. And just so everyone's aware, everyone who's brought, we've got a few quick books related questions. So uh, Tamerlane Twelve is asking a particular question. Um, and I think it might be the same Tamerlane actually, yeah. but um, coming on the on the YouTube as well. Um, bring them to QuickBooks, um, QuickBooks Labs, our other podcast we do, which is very much QuickBooks focused. So yeah, uh, we're going live yeah. on Wednesday. This Wednesday might or this Wednesday, the first Wednesday of this month, probably not the best one because we've got QuickBooks Connect coming up, um, and yeah. we've got a lot of content around there. But the week after, bring those questions to there, and we will make sure we answer them then. Definitely, definitely. Um, really looking forward to that QuickBooks Labs episode. That's going to be brilliant. Our first um, one in person, isn't it? It's scary. Yeah. 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 Um, but at, you know, in person, just after QuickBooks Connect, so we've got all the live feedback and we can cover everything that we're now allowed to talk about. Um, so, yeah, it's I'm looking forward to that. Um, I got you a special mic as well just for knowing your brand loyalty and everything else. I'll keep it secret, but yeah, there is a, <laughs> I have a special mic just for you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it one that needs a cable, but you've not put a cable in? So no one can hear me. <laughs> 360 degree. <laughs> yeah. Opportunity. <laughs> Definitely needed. Um, but yeah, cool. Well, I think that's about everything. I mean, if you're not planning to go to a conference this year, guys, have a look, just Google yeah. it. There are so, so many that we can recommend. Um, but, you know, yes, you've got your branded QuickBooks one. And I don't think there is a zero con one this year, actually, is there? Because they're kind of doing one a year in different locations, like different countries now. Yeah. Um, it might yeah. be like an interest as well. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the generic ones, like, Accountex, they've got a big one in London. They've got one in Manchester later in the year. Accounting Web Live is a really good event. Loved it. Um, Digital Accountancy Show, that's a fantastic event if you're trying to spot up-and-coming softwares that are new to the market. like A lot of the softwares we now use were spotted a couple of years ago at the first Digital Accountancy Show. So I'm really looking forward to getting back to that one this year because I missed last year's one because I was away. Um, but yeah, there's just so many and they're free. The only investment is your time 
travel and if you're going to stay for the night a hotel and the value you get out of them is just phenomenal you might not walk away tomorrow with the value realized but within a couple of months you'll go oh actually i've got a solution for this problem that's just occurred today and that solution is something i found at the show a few months ago you just never know when it's going to come in handy um so yeah completely recommend being able to go out and go to these conferences you know run your business through a laptop for a few days make sure you've got enough power to run your battery your devices and charge them because that's always the rookie error um and yeah just go and embrace it and learn from it and you'll still get work done you'll still be able to be responsive to your clients all of these events have fantastic wi-fi on them and stuff so you know it's it's really important that you just go to these events if you can um would be my overall message for today what about yourself aaron yeah and also remember you'll at least know two people there because we're always exactly have a chat and and explain and and most of the time like just talking to the likes of especially Jan Jan's always involved in kind of knowing what the latest news and tricks are going to be so you know just even going up to him and saying and asking where does he recommend to go next he's going to have a a good opinion of oh you need to go and see this like you know last time we were at what was it counting web um was when HMRC was going through the whole MTD delay and everything else and that was hot off the press and hot on the news and you know we were opportunity then to talk to people there and then about it and what do they think and how do they and have they a kind of uh, reaction for it so yeah very very worthwhile going and, and like you know, said it's just your investment of time mostly is going to be your biggest yeah. cost that you're going to have to worry about and it's very much worthwhile um and it gives you that chance as well to just turn yourself off from day-to-day problems that are happening in your practice and gives you that opportunity to think about your practice as a whole and that's huge it doesn't matter how big or small your practice is but having that opportunity just to reflect and and walk away with it i've I've never walked away from a practice or from a conference now without taking something away that i could then go to improve my practice in one way or another so that's my my endorsement for it definitely and yeah it's important you take the time out after the conference to reflect you know, I've got normally a four-hour train journey back. That's my time of reflection. You know, I love that. Um, if you've only got a 20-minute drive home, then maybe take some time out when you get home to go and focus on what you've already done. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a fantastic event. And, you know, there's loads of great events. So make sure you get along to at least one this year if you can. Um, but, yeah. Um, Paul Paul does make a good point, though. Context is huge. So, yeah, you you will struggle to find anyone. Um, but no, it was great to see you there, Paul. Um, and Charlie, I can guarantee Charlie was sat there talking to some vendor somewhere, um, yeah. <laughs> talking the ear off of some vendor. So yeah, you, all you need to do is just go and try and find a vendor that's uh, that's that's got a queue forming as uh, Charlie's in front of that queue. Yep. Um, and you'll, you'll be easy to find Charlie. Um, and yeah, looking forward to seeing Marie at Digital Accountants and Show. Definitely. Aaron, what have you got going on this week? Uh, got a really important meeting today uh, that could become quite um, important in the future of our practice. So uh, I'll talk more about that next week. I can do, so I'm really excited for that. Um, and then for me, it is, I've just got to get on top of um, client work that, like you were saying, was pushed back to February. So we've got, to, got a real big push that we want to have a clean bill of health for the start of March so that we can start looking at the future and, and start pushing forward and not having to be caught up in statutory deadlines and everything else we want to get away from that so yeah that's our big push this month so yeah we're, we're really kind of got that grip between our teeth to get them sorted what about you Jan? what's uh what are, any videos due or anything like that no uh this week i am client meetings monday tuesday wednesday and then thursday i'm going to be in leeds talking at a quickbooks event for the people in the north um, about how I used QuickBooks to grow my firm. And then Thursday night, I will be at the Yorkshire Accountancy Awards, where we are shortlisted for brand of the year for one of our accounting brands. So looking forward to see what happens there. So you're suited Um, and booted for that one, is it? Suited, booted, got my QuickBooks green tie, bow tie, and my QuickBooks cufflinks. uh, If you've not seen my QuickBooks cufflinks, have a look on LinkedIn. Uh, They're there. They're looking very smart. Uh, I'm looking forward to that event next at the end of this week. Um, but yeah, I think that is everything from us. Look at that, 9.30 on the dot. 
So thank you very much to everyone that's tuned in, that's commented, that's interacted with us. Apologies for the tech problem. I think I'm going to go and turn the power off and turn it back on again, see if that fixes everything for the rest of the day for me. Um, but, My IT yeah. team is now sacked because uh, <laughs> you can do more IT than they can. That's it, yeah, dismissed. Um, but yeah, if you are listening back to this on the podcast, don't forget to try and join us 8.30 a.m. UK time on a Monday. We're here to answer any questions that come in and to discuss various topics in and around both the accounting and small business world. Um, so thank you very much for joining us. And that's goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.